4,976 people were killed in the first three months of 2021. This is 387 more people killed compared to the corresponding Welcome to Unsolved Murders SA, a podcast series where we will be delving into gruesome homicide investigations that, at the time of producing the episodes, were still open. The objective of this series is to keep the stories of the forgotten alive and hopefully help spark a memory for anyone listening in with intimate knowledge of the cases. The views, information or opinions expressed in this series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Swisher Post, its parent company and partners. Before we get into this episode, we'd like to thank you in advance for subscribing to our podcast. Every like, comment and subscription goes a long way in helping us grow our Unsolved Murders SA community. If you're a new listener, then please do us a favor and subscribe to our channel. Unsolved Murders SA is available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts and YouTube. You can also find the latest updates on South African true crime stories at swisherpost.co.za. The mysterious death of Liesel Diaga continues to haunt the Amazimdoti community more than two months after her lifeless body was discovered on the front yard of the Dutch Reformed Church Rectory on the morning of Wednesday, 13 October 2021. Liesel was a devout Christian born in 1983. She grew up in Grafrenet, the fifth oldest town in South Africa situated at the heart of the Great Karoo in the Eastern Cape. While it is not clear what year it was, her Facebook page suggests that she matriculated at Hoor for school and later furthered her studies at the University of Free State. Friends and peers of Liesel described her as a loving woman who served the congregation with her whole heart. It is said that anyone who had encountered the 38-year-old would be left with a lasting impression of her infectious laughter. Prior to settling in Athlone Park eight years ago, Liesel and her family lived in Kanoniland, a small settlement in Uppington, Northern Cape, where she first became a minister of the Dutch Reformed Church. It's believed that it was in Kanoniland where she met and fell in love with Werner, who was a native of the Uppington village. The untimely death of Liesel continues to baffle detectives. Who would want to end the life of a fun, loving and kind mother? From the details of the evidence found so far, a strong argument can be made for the fact that her murder was premeditated. But who would harbor such a vendetta against a pastor whose sermons touched and healed many NG Kerk churchgoers in Amanzimdoti? Liesel left the Dutch Reformed Church's rectory at approximately 4.45 a.m. where she lived with her husband and two young daughters on the morning of Wednesday, 13 October 2021 to go jogging with two friends. Anyone who knew the 38-year-old understood what an important feature health and fitness was to her lifestyle. According to Alan Payne, chairperson of the Amanzim Dorti Athletics Club, the trio was gone for about 40 minutes. 
Reflecting on his last encounter with Liesel, he said, open quote, When she got back, we had a quick chat. Then she got in her car and left. The other joggers left in their own cars, close quote. Eyewitnesses who saw Liesel that morning say she got into her car at around 5.40 a.m. and took the five-minute route back to the rectory. According to police reports, the person who stumbled on Liesel's body was her husband, and he had alerted their local security firm at approximately 7 a.m. When police arrived at the scene, Liesel's body was found sprawled below a staircase next to the driveway. A bent metal toy spade, believed to be that of her children, was found next to her body. Her handbag was still hooked over her shoulder and her car keys and cell phone were lying on either side of her. Robbery was immediately ruled out as a motive since her personal belongings had not been taken. At first glance, police observed strangle marks and a sharp cut around the victim's throat, supposedly caused by the metal toy spade. In an article compiled by Johann Scott and Carla Kutzier for You magazine, it said that Liesel met her violent death only a few meters away from her home, where her daughters were playing inside. Helena Hakanen, a Finnish psychologist and expert in the studies of narcissism and psychopathy, wrote extensively on murder by manual and ligature strangulation. In Chapter 4 of Criminal Profiling, International Theory Research and Practice, Helena explains that, in strangulation, the cause of death is cerebral hypoxia secondary to compression and thereby an occlusion of the vessel supplying blood to the brain. More interesting was her profile of a killer who uses manual strangulation to do away with their victims. Detailing the outcomes of a study on offender profiling and homicidal crime scene behavior carried out at the Finnish National Bureau of Investigation, she said, open quote, Research on homicidal strangulation has shown that, in a high percentage of cases, the offender and the victim have a family relationship and that as much as 75% of the victims are females and infants, close quote. Helena also indicated that the predomination of female victims in homicidal strangulation has been explained by quarrels in relationships and unrehearsed violence applied by bare hands as well as by physical disadvantage and incapability of resistance of female victims. Therefore, it is not outside the realm of probability to suggest that Liesel, a healthy and physically fit woman in her late 30s, could have been overpowered by a male figure who was of a bigger stature than her, and most importantly, perhaps, had intimate knowledge on her daily schedule. Immediately, Werner became the primary person of interest in the investigation by virtue of his relationship with the victim and the fact that he was the one who discovered Liesel's body. An anonymous source who spoke to You magazine described the victim's wounds that were observed at the crime scene as follows. Open quote. Her throat had been cut and there was blood around her neck presumably caused by the children's spade when it broke while she was being choked with it. Close quote. A number of interesting occurrences took place before and after Liesel was killed. 
An hour before Liesl's body was found, at approximately 2 minutes past 6 a.m., someone had triggered the rectory's emergency alarm. When the security firm called, it was Werner who picked up and said the alarm was triggered by accident. Remember that eyewitnesses saw Liesl head home at 40 minutes past 5 o'clock in the morning, and based on the distance between her residence and the jogging location, it would have taken her 5 minutes to get there. The source who spoke to You magazine recalled how Werner sounded completely calm in his exchange with the security firm. Looking at the timeline of Liesl's last moments alive, a crucial 82-minute window period remains the missing piece to the jigsaw. There is no way to prove that Liesl's car had pulled up to the driveway before 6 a.m. No one has thus far been able to confirm whether Liesl had made it inside her home between then and the time her body was found. Her handbag was still over her shoulder and her keys and cell phone were lying on either side of her. Was she attacked as soon as she got out of her car? If so, at what time did this happen? Whoever murdered the 38-year-old would have had more than an hour to conjure an escape or get rid of crucial evidence and reframe the crime scene. A few days after the murder, someone apparently broke into Werner's car, a very rare occurrence on the quiet and safe Dan Pinar Road, where the rectory is situated. Thereafter, with pressure mounting on him as the primary person of interest, Werner went missing on Sunday, 24 October 2021. Interestingly, he had been scheduled to take a lie detector test at the Brighton Beach Police Station on Tuesday, 26 October 2021, according to U Magazine's Johan Scott. But two days before then, his father-in-law reported him missing. For a period of three days, Amanzim Doti police cast a wide net in search of the husband who was supposedly mourning the death of his wife. Then, at approximately 15 minutes past 10 on the morning of Wednesday, 27 October 2021, Werner was found stranded on a sugar plantation near Ilovo South in Natal, more than 13 kilometers away from his home. The sighting of his white Renault sedan was made by a local farmer who immediately contacted authorities. Werner was alone in his vehicle and according to security officials who were at the scene, he was completely disoriented. The widower was treated for light injuries and airlifted to hospital, where he was treated and later released. The most recent update on the unsolved murder came from police spokesperson Colonel Tembek Ambele, who said the following about the status of Liesel's homicide investigation. Open quote. The matter is still under investigation and no arrests have been made. Close quote. As things stand, Liesel's investigation remains open. And Werner, who was at one point the primary person of interest, is still roaming free and no formal charges have been brought against him. From what we understand, Liesel's two young daughters are in the care of relatives. 
If you are listening to this episode and happen to have information that could help investigators, please contact SAPS's toll-free crime stop number at 0800-10111. This brings us to the end of our episode. Thank you for listening.